talk about to-do lists. Well, Jeff Davidson, a frequent guest on TV and talk shows, he's had his audio programs recorded by such groups as Simon & Schuster, Skillpath, Nightingale Conant, and Career Track. Jeff, welcome. Glad to be here. Do all career professionals everywhere employ some kind of to-do list? That's a great question. I haven't traveled every corner of the earth, but my extensive observation over two decades leads me to believe that yes, everyone who is effective, everyone who is accomplished, everyone who means to get things done in some form or another uses a to-do list. Now, how long has this been going on? I think really since we lived in caves. Uh, the first time we could scratch stuff on the walls, mm -hmm. the first time there were <laughs> stone tablets, the first time there was paper, the first time we had uh, PCs on our desks, and now with mobile devices, uh, we have so many options for establishing, maintaining, and storing to-do lists, and people indeed rely on this age-old effective technique for getting things done. Is there another way to proceed? There are other ways to proceed, the primary one being uh, caring what you want to do mentally. And this could work, I suppose, in the short term if you only have a handful of things to take care of. Suppose on a given day there are three items you want to uh, address. Mm, chances are you'll be good at addressing those three, but you could forget nuances of them. You could stray. There are things that could come up. So you're still better off if only in the case of tackling three tasks if you wrote them down. And then you get the psychological stroke of crossing them off when you finish them. So uh, there are other ways to proceed, but why bother? To-do lists are so effective, you might as well just stay with, <laughs> with what works. In some of your books, you refer to the super to-do list. Could you explain that? Yes. Uh, I, I've also discussed this with audiences over the years, and this resonates quite well with the groups I speak to. Some people, immediately the lights go off, and you can see how it's going to change their whole way of approaching their workday. All of us today, we can almost take this as a given, are juggling quite a lot, personally and professionally. And we're all knowledge workers in one form or another. And we all have a variety of tasks that represent sometimes first-time kinds of tasks. In other words, we haven't gone down this path before. So the super to-do list, as I define it, is taking everything that you want to do in this world and in this life and getting it on paper or getting it in a file, electronic file, and it might extend as, as long as three, four, five pages. I have a, a to-do list. I have a to-do list which goes on for six pages. Six pages, really. Right. <laughs> but I don't need to be concerned with anything more than the top half or the top third of the first page on any given day. Why? From the bottom of the first page to the back five pages represents long-term or continuing tasks that I want to address. Only the top half of the first page represents what, do I, what I need or want to address in the short term. That means on any given day, my to-do list is simply a subset of that longer super to-do list and 
it works the same as anybody else's to-do list. I simply have everything down in one place for a fundamental reason. It reduces anxiety to almost nothing. Really? Yes, because when you have everything that you want to accomplish in your career, in your home life, in terms of travel, in terms of maybe long-term retirement goals and so forth, when you have it all down in one file, now you don't have to ruminate. You don't have to think about these things unduly. When we don't have it all written down, we simply proceed with a daily to-do list, but in the back of our minds, we think to ourselves, well, I also want to get to this and this. This stuff swims around in our heads unnecessarily. Almost creates worry, in a way. In a way, yeah, low I, I call it low-level anxiety. Right. Now, stay with me on this. You can take long-term tasks and long-term goals and extract the portion of those activities that you can do today and that's what makes your daily to-do list. In my case, the top half of the first page. In everyone else's case, the daily to-do list that they compose in the here and now. And so you can continue to extract those large tasks, those long-term tasks, those continuing tasks that need to be addressed in the short term. Now, of course, uh, computing devices and different types of software and mobile devices allow you to just drag and drop, uh, allow you to simply take a task that has to be done every Thursday at 10 a.m. or whatever and have it be on your to-do list for that day. So there are many, many ways to ensure that we get the things done that we need to. The super to-do list drops the concerns Excellent. What does short-circuiting the to-do list mean? Short-circuiting, uh, let, let's, let's take an everyday example. Suppose you're here working away, and one of your staff people comes in the door and hands you something that needs to be addressed. You could enter that onto your to-do list, especially if you don't want to break your train of thought for your current task. However, you look at it and you think to yourself, okay, it is a bit of a departure from what I'm doing, but I can knock this out in about three or four minutes, almost the same amount of time it'll take to enter it on my to-do list. Okay. Well, not quite the same, but in other right. words, the act of entering that task would be laborious compared to the reality that three minutes from now it could be completed and off your desk and out of your mind. And so, in essence, you have short-circuited the to-do list process because it never made your list to begin with. And as many of those kinds of tasks you can undertake in a day, it's to your favor. Now, psychologically speaking, some people get great relief by adding the task back on and then crossing Crossing it off. That's okay. That's fine. As long as it works for you. All right, so is there an inherent bias towards short-term and more urgent tasks? Generally speaking, yes. Each of us, in our own way, have a predisposition to handle those things that are uh, grabbing for our attention, that we know we can knock out in a relatively short amount of time, that um, we we can get psychological strokes because we finish some stuff, 
And so unfortunately, the, the um, what, 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 what could we call it, the dominance of the now, for lack of better term, <laughs> tends to overtake what might be more important and longer term and larger tasks. And one of the observations that we've all encountered at one time or another now is that because of the immediacy and convenience of email and text messaging and instant messaging, we are very good at mowing down that list of communiques that have come in. Oh, I can handle that. Oh, I'll say yes to this guy. Okay, I'll add this attachment. I'll do that. However, what gets into our email in bin or what gets into our text message roster mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily represent our best and highest good, doesn't represent mm -hmm. what we choose to accomplish, what will propel our careers and our companies. And so the bias is actually getting worse yeah, with each passing day. Sure, the interruptions, the Ab constant inter interruptions. Absolutely. So we want to put out fires, and, and it makes sense to not have too many of these things accumulate. But it's equally important to understand that just as the man with only a hammer in his toolkit sees everything as a nail, we don't want email or text messages or instant messages or voicemail to guide us as if this is our raison d'etre in the workplace taking care of these issues that come in through these vehicles. They're tools, so we have to keep that mindset in place. Email is a tool. Other forms of communication that comes to us and, and, and builds up in a roster, we can go, go to the list, we can go to the folder. They're tools, but we're the ones that have to be in charge. I like this. this uh, potentially, it, I mean, it's so much more powerful than what you would what you would think it really helps to keep that discipline in the day and on things that are truly important how can one include longer term more vital tasks as a part of the daily to-do list well right off the bat the first thing when you come in in the morning or wherever you happen to be working um, don't don't check for messages don't switch on the equipment contemplate what you need to accomplish contemplate what would be an ideal day if hmm. i could finish this and this and that wouldn't that be a wonderful day when you switch on the email when you switch on the devices when you check for messages you know they're going to be there you don't know exactly what they're going to be but the same kind of variety shows up day after day stuff from left field stuff that's inane stuff that takes 10 minutes stuff that takes one minute we know that's coming and much of it we do need to address and much of it we do need to address in relatively short order but that should not compete with the long-term larger goals of ultra importance so one thing is to give yourself a little clearance time in the morning mm -hmm. maybe a little clearance time before lunch maybe a little clearance time before you check out for the day so there are three places right there we can kind of stay attuned to the bigger, more important stuff. However, it can go deeper. Anytime throughout the day that you have the mental wherewithal to, ach to achieve clarity, 
and say, okay, wait a second, I'm putting out all these small fires, but this is what I really wanted to accomplish, and I need to get back on track, right. then go for it. Anytime you can achieve that kind of clarity. Now, other times throughout the day, the week, the month, uh, when you're in flight, flying from one place to another, when you're at a conference and the uh, first speaker hasn't begun, when you're coming back from some event and no one knows you're back yet and so the message <laughs> board doesn't light up, there are opportunities throughout the week where you can stop, pause, reflect, strategize, and get focused once again on those bigger, more important tasks that you know will make a tremendous difference in your day, your week, your year, and your career. Very important. How can you minimize interruptions when you're on a roll? Everybody knows the basics in terms of you know, closing the door, switching off the vibrator or the ringer. Th that, that's fine, and I recommend doing that. However, there are steps you can take that will more than ensure that you get some in uninterrupted stretches throughout the work week. One is to leave messages that say, I will be available today from 2 and 4 p.m. to return calls or to return messages or if you need to come by my office. Whatever the message happens to be to the constituent who needs to have uh, a note from you that you're working the other times, you're concentrating, you're focusing, you don't want to be disturbed. So proactively announcing when you'll be available is a big, big step. Another one is to not work in the traditional pace, uh, not work in the traditional space and place that you do. So if you work in a large organization and there's a conference room and there's nobody in it, maybe you know take your take your laptop and your notes and go in there. And they won't even be able to find you for 30 or 40 <laughs> minutes. Or maybe there's a lunchroom and you can go to the far corner. Maybe there's a rooftop terrace. Maybe there's um, a pavilion outside. So one is get away from the places where you're normally found. And another is to recognize that some days you shouldn't go into the office if you have a formal office at all. Wow. Well, if you only telecommuted once every two weeks – in terms of your to-do list, in terms of getting things done, you would make tremendous strides. I, I, I suggest that people choose a Wednesday once every two weeks to stay home. Why Wednesday? First of all, it breaks up that week nicely. You come home Tuesday, you're not going back until Thursday. Another thing is that uh, you can get up at a different hour, maybe earlier, maybe later, and the eight or ten hours of concentration, if you take the steps at home to focus on what you need to do, can in many ways dramatically impact your effectiveness back in the workplace. It's almost, my, my question had to do with minimizing interruptions. You're almost welcoming interruptions to the normal status quo path that you might take to think differently. Uh, you're saying well how, how so when you say welcoming well that interrupts that normal path so that you can get away oh, and oh okay you're using interrupt in a different way yeah, yeah. yes 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 well ironically that's almost planning those interruptions to be productive it's that's yeah but I, I wouldn't necessarily call them interruptions i would say you're, you're strategizing you're finding you're finding a different path to 
ensure your high productivity. You want to stay focused on your to-do list. Everything else that pulls you off uh, you know, diminishes your career, really, if you think about it. What happens if you complete everything on your to-do list for that day? On that rare day when you <laughs> – Where you think you do. I don't think I've had a day like that in the last uh, two or three months. But if you cross off everything on the list before the day is over, first of all, new things are bound to have emerged. Nuances of the things that you took care of may emerge. But here, here is the real payoff for the listener in terms of having early completions in the day. When you get to that hallowed space where you feel as if you've got a moment, you, you, you really feel satisfied, you really feel accomplished, sure. then opportunities that may have been there all along or may now just be passing by become more apparent to you because you got to a point of clearance. And we know people who get to points of clearance uh, usually they're famous in history. They accomplish something big, and now they get to stand there for a moment, look on the mountaintop, look out and say, okay, what's my next horizon? What's my next challenge, my next hurdle? So you want to look forward to the times in which you have a series of excellent completions, and the day is not over. And now you say to yourself, okay, I'm in a great vantage point here right now. I'm going to do some of the kinds of thinking I can't do when I'm draining the swamp. And from that, great insights emerge. And you put down different things on your to-do list for the next day and the next week. What's the difference between some of the most famous people in history, if you think about it, and everyday folks like you and me and the people listening? What made their to-do list? That's true. Everybody's got 24 hours in a day. The generals the religious leaders, the thinkers, uh, the ones who founded enterprises, they've got to-do lists and the quality of the items and the magnitude is the only difference. That is a critical point. So here's a tough question for you. How closely do you follow your own advice? Okay, I am pleased to say that it's pretty darn close. Right. It really is. Because uh, I find that to be maybe the hardest thing. It is. I, 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 on some given days, like anybody, I can stray. I can be pulled off course. I can be, uh, you know, a friend can send me something and, you know, all of a sudden we go down that path. But understanding the importance of sticking to what you put down on the list and why it's there and how you'll feel when it's accomplished, that's the big deal. You know, a typical example, people who want to lose weight, you've read this before, I've read this before, you don't lose weight by focusing on how much you weigh and what your belt size is and how hard it is to get up the stairs. Having a calorie counter. Right. You focus on what you're going to look like when you lose the weight, the pants or the clothes you're going to fit into, what kind of shape you're going to be in, the admiring looks you're going to get. You focus on the future result knowing that that will draw you towards that result. So it is with to-do lists and so it is um, with those like myself who dispense advice about to-do lists. I know 
how it feels to have these things crossed off like you know how it feels and like the listeners know how it feels. And so when we can stay focused on that, that gives us the impetus, the incentive, the drive to keep going because there are so many tantalizing off-roads. There are so many inducements to not continue down the path we've chosen for ourselves. There's so many pleasurable things to engage in on the web, um, looking out the window, in the fridge. There's a million ways to stray, but will they ultimately give you that deep sense of satisfaction that accomplishing what you set out to accomplish gives you? Incredible point because minutes turn into hours, hours turn into days, days turn into weeks, and you can ingrain those, I don't want to say bad habits, but just firefighting kind of mentality the whole time. So if you could offer just one parting tip, what would it be? On any given day, facing the array of challenges you're facing, it's easy to feel stymied. It's easy to feel roadblocked. It's easy to feel as if you're not making great progress or you're not working at your most productive uh, capacity. Forget all that stuff. Just tackle something. Hmm. Just get something done on that list. And that will give you more focus, energy, and direction to get to the next item. So don't beat yourself up. Be gentle with yourself. You're doing a good job. And sometimes, yeah, you don't work at your greatest capacity. And fine, you're a human being. If you recognize that the accomplishment of one of those tasks on the list in and of itself will help you to tackle what's next, then you can stay on the path more often. So just tackle something. Jeff Davidson, All About To-Do Lists, thank you.